As a thankful recipient of many, many skincare products over the years, I've learned to discern what is naturally actually activating my skin to rebalance and recalibrate on its own. That's what your skin is meant to be doing, and it keeps getting disrupted by all these choices that we make. So, when the founder and creator of Herbal Face Food reached out to me, I was all ears. I didn't know why at first. It turns out that Herbal Face Food is the most potent antioxidant skincare line on the market today, period. The raw plant ingredients in each of their products are never processed, never manipulated with synthetics or emulsifiers. These anti-aging botanicals are combined with the most precious plant concentrates, and they have changed my skin. Here's how. I'm going to talk about two of the products, the Herbal Face Food Serums and the Cream. The serums contain powerful phytoenzymes and antioxidants. These are activated and infused into your tissues. They hydrate and increase the resiliency of your skin, and they feel like they're plumping up your face. I use Serum 1 daily. I use Serum 2 when I'm tired and I need extra firming for my skin. And I use the X, which is also known as the Cure, for a small patch of rosacea that flares up every now and again, which you cannot see because of these products. When you feed your skin with herbal face food, you will feel real live ingredients at work. An activating flush, an invigorating tingle, some warmth, all of these are evidence of your skin healing at the cellular level and years of damage reversing. The cream is the most potent moisturizer I've ever tried, and I've tried them all. I live in the high desert. This cream contains 102 of the world's most powerful anti-aging botanicals and is also the world's first and only edible SPF <laughs> with a protection rating of SPF 50+. Plus. And this is accomplished 100% by plant power. And you can expect intense hydration, soothing for your tired skin. You can expect to see inflammation calmed and rebuilding of elasticity so your complexion looks and feels more smooth, and more radiant. Herbal face food is not plant-based. It's plant-powered. It has the highest rating on the ORAC anti-aging scale. ORAC means oxygen radical absorbance capacity. I never knew what that meant before. Highest, over 30 million on that scale. By contrast, vitamin C in skincare rates under 100,000. Herbal face food is using all post-consumer recycled materials and packaging. They use glass and aluminum, which is super easy to recycle as well. The products and packaging are 99% free of plastics. They contain no ingredients that involve the destruction or harm of any plant, animal, or marine life. These are 100% plants only, these products. These active concentrates are coming from the seeds, the fruits, the leaves, or the flowers of the plants only. These products have been a complete revolution for me. I know that you will love the way your skin looks and feels after using it even for just a day or two. And the best part is that Herbal Face Food has offered us, you, my community, a code to receive 20% off forever, ever. The code is capital E-L-E-N-A 20. Once again, that's my name in all caps, ELENA2020. The site is herbalfacefood.com. The code is all caps ELENA20. It's not just your first purchase, it's any purchase. You will love these products, and I am so grateful 
herbal face food for the change that you have made in my life. Thank you. Welcome to the Practice You podcast. My name is Elena Brower. Together, we'll explore and enjoy content and conversations around mastering transitions. In our relations, our wellness, our careers, our families, and especially in our missions and visions. You are invited to learn and love and listen with me. Welcome to Practice You. Welcome back to the podcast. We are mid-quarantine. James Bernard, my partner, and me. We are about to go live on Instagram to share some of our thoughts on coupleship in the time of quarantine. So here we go. Welcome. Hi, Instagram. <laughs> We're also recording an episode of the podcast here for couples in the time of quarantine. We have lots of inspiration. One of my very good friends is Esther Perel and Sierra Campbell. I love you. She has been, she sent me uh, one of Esther's episodes that was recorded during this time with a couple in Italy. So we were very inspired by this very real, uh, useful, helpful dialogue. And we decided that we're just going to record a podcast episode around it because I think it's going to be useful into the future. So welcome to James. Love you. Love you too. Nice to see you. Yes. And I've been seeing a whole lot of you, which has been so nice. A whole lot. But we've learned a lot in the last little while. And I thought it would be uh, really sweet to share some of my notes. The first thing and the most important thing, it was shared on a live recently. Just prioritize the team before your needs or their partner's needs, the team is of the utmost importance. If you prioritize the team, you are going to create a sense of an entity that is bigger than any one person's needs. And every time I revert and remember and return to the team, everything gets better. When I forget the team, everything is disastrous and challenging, tense and ridiculous. So the team. Jimmy, anything to add on the team? Because you have been a very serious force for grounding and care during this time. I can never thank you enough for this. Thank you. Um, I would say that being a teammate means that sometimes you have to, you're going to have to give more than you get. Right. Um, so it's, it's really a boat. Yeah, hopefully both people row equally, but every once in a while you do have to go on the other side of the boat and pull a little bit more. And there's a, a, a line between martyrdom and giving healthy. Oof. And uh, I think that you have to be really able to look at it over the course of a year and say, I'm going to give a little bit more right now and I know I'll give it back. I know I'll get it back at some point. Or don't keep score, but really just think about, put yourself in the other person's shoes, think about how they're feeling, understand what they're going through, and uh, realize that you are part of a team. It's not a one-man show, Yeah, thankfully. Thank God. I would not be able to do this <laughs> if it were a one-man show. I mean, I would, but I definitely wouldn't be as smooth. Wouldn't be as fun for me. No, it wouldn't be nearly as fun. 
I think the second point that I noted for myself, something that you do really well, assume that your partner's current freak out is a coping mechanism. Wow. Assume that coming from them right now is some childhood reaction to a a fairly traumatic time in their lives that really had uh, an impact that's still impacting them today. And you can assume that whatever they're doing right now that seems completely obliterating to the truth and dignity of your relationship is just a coping mechanism. I think that's a really interesting and important point to remember. And it feels, it feels very helpful to me right now when I, you don't have that many reactions really. I have my fair share of triggers. But when I see them coming and I look at it like this and I think, oh, he's just coping and dealing right now. And, and, you know, knowing what your history is as a child, I look back to some of those stories that I have in my understanding of you. And I, I can see very clearly that this is a coping mechanism of yours. And I can be a little bit more loose and fluid around it. I'm going to be watching. Yeah. A technique Jessica Brown said a teacher once taught her was to have child photos of your partner around the house. We have those. Mm. I love those. Mm, So important. In some of my courses, usually in my courses, I encourage people to make an altar to their child self like this. Anything to add to that? I think that in any relationship, you're only going, the relationship's only going to be as successful as you are personally, I think you have to know yourself first. Mm. So it's true that I have to know your emotional triggers and, and potholes or whatever we want to consider them. What it, They're potholes. <laughs> potholes. But I have to know my own too. And I have to know where my boundaries are. Right. I have to know what's going to set me off when I'm being unrealistic. And if I have taken a pretty fearless inventory of myself and if I know who I am I'm going to be able to step into the relationship a whole lot more clearly so yes I have to know you but just as importantly I think I have to know myself Mm. I think even more importantly I have to know myself like how am I going to show up to you truthfully or um, vulnerably if I'm not willing to really be vulnerable with myself you know, mm. if I were still drinking and hiding and doing things that I was doing when we first met, I don't think I would be able to be as clear and open a partner because I just wouldn't be able to share myself. Right. And you are so appreciated in this realm, I have to say, as Thank I'm you, listening Ari. to you talk, my God, the capacity that you have for being clear. Um, I have another note that says move together. <laughs> This could be taken in many different ways, but I'm saying move your ass, make sure you're moving, make sure you're exercising, do it together. It really does make a difference. We do um, hill sprints outside this house every few days and boy, the colors are brighter after Mm. that. It's Mm -hmm. so lovely. It's so sweet. If you can move together, there's something, there's something in the chemistry between you that changes also when you move together. That makes a difference in the way in which you'll communicate for hours, if not days, to, to come. Mm. 
One really important aspect of things that we're doing around here lately, it's slightly, it's not really formal, so I don't want this to feel like it's some sort of list of rules or directives, but we do have family meetings over dinner every night. It's crazy. We, we, I mean, we just started having dinner together in the last few weeks before we left to come here because we got a table, like a, a, a dining table, which in New York is a serious commodity. <laughs> And to make it clear, we uh, left New York on the 16th of March, I believe it was. And we flew on an empty plane to Santa Fe. We're here 13 days now. We came here because a friend is here, a dear friend. We came here because all three of us have compromised lungs. We came here because we knew that we would kill each other if we stayed in our New York apartment. And we also came here because it was scary for the three of us to think about getting it. And with all due respect to our beloved New York, we miss you. We love you. We're thinking about everyone who's there, but it was, a, I think it was a really smart idea. My kid has asthma. James has asthma. I had pneumonia when I was little, so it was important. Um, we have these family meetings that are absolute treasures. So now that you're probably eating together, mostly, why not at each meal, at least at dinner anyway, we sort of go over the schedule for the next day. I have calls at this time, Jonah has school at this time, James has a call at this time, and we sort of smooth out any rough edges that would happen beforehand. I think that's a really nice practice to, to work on at this time because we are in close quarters no matter where you are, we're still in one house. And we still have to coexist. Anything else to add to that? No, I've, I've been enjoying it. Um, I think one of the things in our relationship maybe that we've always struggled with is, or that I've struggled with is, um, you're not always present. Mm. And I find you to be super present, particularly lately. Um, I think that this quarantine has helped us with that. For sure. And being no phones at the table you not having a travel schedule, you not being as, just because the world has stopped spinning, you not being as busy has really allowed you to drop in and be present and caring and just show up in a little bit of a different way. And these family meetings are part of that. And I think Jonah also, all of us are, there's less happening. And I think yeah. we're valuing each other's presence a bit more. Yeah. And I like it. I like it a lot. I'm loving it. I like it. You know what's fun? I think I'm done traveling. <laughs> I was reading um, the most recent missive from Hiro Boga. If you're in business for yourself, go follow her. H-I-R-O-B-O-G-A. In her most recent blog, she talks about the fact that she stopped going on airplanes. She wants to live her word. And so she doesn't travel anymore. And anyone who wants to study with her has to come to her. She moved to a beautiful location and that's what she does. I find that to now be an absolute possibility. Like I would go once a year, whatever, twice a year to LA for glow. And that would be it. What would be the ramifications of that? Mm. My God, I do feel like there's a lot more presence around here in general overall. And yeah, it's a big change for me. It's a well, big change for me. The world has shifted. And one of the things that I like best about you is how you shift with things. 
you don't really cling a lot to things. You're, you're very smooth that way. So hearing that uh, you're willing to stop traveling just makes me applaud you. I'm psyched. I'm psyched too. I'm happy to have you around. Yeah. Me. If Let's see what happens. If we can get, I have a couple of um, obligations that I had planned for this spring in other places that we're now going to do online. If we can do these things online, my God, that would be so cool. Um, the person who missed who I said it was Hero Boga. Her name is H-I-R-O-B-O-G-A. Thanks, Jessica. Yeah. Next note. Check in every day. We haven't started this, but this is my note. And I want to start it. Okay, cool. Every day in the morning and at night, we check in. How are you feeling today? What's your space, brother? Nice. Right? Yeah, I like that. How are you feeling? What's your space? My space is good. I feel um, quarantined yet energized. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I have a little bit of a wrinkle in our space. Should we go for it? Why not? All right, why not? Um one of the things that I've been loving is that we we always did this, but it seems like we're doing it a little bit more. Yes. We're sharing each other's interests. Yes. So I'm doing your yoga, your meditation, your uh, your classes. I know where we're going. <laughs> this is so awesome. And you're, um, you're sharing my interests. So you sat through a two-hour Russian nonlinear... Uh, awesome film called The, the Mirror, Mirror by if, Andrei Tarkovsky. I don't, 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 don't recommend it. It's, it's too hard. It's so crazy and it's, awesome and beautiful. A, the shots are gorgeous. Film buffs, go do it. But I appreciate that. I appreciate that you, and we're now watching, we're halfway through The African Queen. And it's awesome. Uh, I Last night I really wanted to watch the, yes. Af the rest of it. We got halfway through it. I wanted to watch the rest. So I sat down in there. You said, okay, we'll watch the rest. I sat down in there. I'm so sorry. No, 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 it's okay. And then um, you came in while I was feeling sick. And I, I think you were worried about that. I was. But then you came in and got upset and we're like, we have to go to bed. And yes. then you stormed away yes. and said, you know, uh, you, you weren't, I wasn't able to communicate with you. And it left me feeling sad, unheard, um, and just kind of left out. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to mention that. Thank you. Anything else you would add to that? That I can guess how you were feeling. My guess is that you were worried about me because you thought I might have this virus. I was. That you were concerned about Jonah starting school today, having his whole uh, school starting at 7 a.m. our time the next morning. Yeah. Uh, you were probably concerned about your own sleep. Were you going to sleep in the bed with me? Were you going to be in a quarantine room? And also that you love me and you're worried about me. Word. So those are the things that I'm guessing that you were feeling but I didn't hear that from you, so I don't want to put words in your mouth. <laughs> well, you just did an amazing job. One, I heard you say that you felt left out and that I wasn't a good communicator. You wanted to watch the movie you didn't get to. We will do that, by the way, today. Mm -hmm. And you, you felt unheard. Yeah, and even though I know it wasn't probably your intention, I felt unloved. Yes, got it. And an old pattern of just kind of being put down. Got it. So my gratitude for saying all of these things and for bravely sharing with whoever else is listening. Insta land. 
and podcast and land. Podland, yes. Um, and I will say that I apologize for letting my fear take over. Mm. If you have let your fear take over in the last few days, raise your hand. Because <laughs> it happens. If I had it to do over, I would say, it's 9.30, James. I'm scared that you're unwell. I'm scared that I won't sleep. And I'm scared of Jonah having to wake up at 7 a.m. Mountain Time when basically he's been sleeping until noon <laughs> up until now. And would you mind if we went to bed instead and watched the rest of The African Queen tomorrow? Mm. That would be my do-over. Does that feel better? Thanks, it sure does. I really appreciate that. Amazing. Thank you. Done. Uh, but again. for my daily check-in, yes. that was in the space. Um, I hope we get to go on a walk today. For sure. I hope we get to watch the rest of The African Queen. Definitely. I hope I get to eat some of that banana bread that you baked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, I became a great baker. It's happened. My dream has been realized. I... I'm killing it. It's banana paleo bread. I'll share the recipe. It's from Bakerita. It's very easy and very good. The only sugar is honey and it's almond butter and walnuts and bananas. It's mm. so good. Mm. Some coconut flour. But I digress. I think the check-in is really neat because it would give us all a chance to know where everybody's at every day rather than let a few hours go where we're all doing our own thing, working, looking at screens or whatever, and then coming together and having it be all jangly, hmm. you know? Do you want to do your... Check-in? Sure. Do you have anything you'd like to share? Sure. Um, mine's good, actually. I've been very productive today, and you know how that makes me happy. Um I taught a yoga class to my doTERRA team, which was epic Awesome. with oils and acupoints. I felt really good. I learned things from my team, which was incredible. I did a great meditation with Angela Chambers, Alpine Angel on Instagram. We did the, go look at the live. Actually, you can look at it now. Um, we did facial acupoints and then we meditated. It was very lovely. And then I did a call with Jesse Johnson for her youtube channel for women entrepreneurs which felt great and now we're here i feel very much on purpose today i feel like nothing has changed in the world even though everything is different my life is still exactly the same because this is what i would be doing at home um, but i would add finally that i don't think i would schedule myself for so many things in a day again mm. i like the spaciousness that we had even though i feel like very productive and on purpose I liked the spaciousness that we've had the last two weeks, and I don't want to lose that. Mm. So I'm going to be mindful, more mindful of what I schedule. And I'm excited to be outside also. Mm. Grateful, thankful to be that we get to be outside. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, totally doing the check-in. Let me just uh, check and see if there are any questions. The do-over is awesome. Definitely stick with the do-over. Urban Wellness Clinic. What's up, Emily? Love you. Love you so much. Watch this whole thing. Oh, Caduce. Dude, it's nice to see you. We got a good hug in LA last time we saw each other. Nice to see you, brother. Anything else you want to add? Um, I had a note, which was courageous openness, which was just talking about, or thinking about what it means to communicate well in a relationship. Yes. And that, after you know yourself and after you're, <laughs> you've exposed yourself <laughs> to yourself, that arguments or any 
true relating. I think you have to be willing to share yourself. Yeah. And when relationships hit trouble patches, I think that's when these things really come out or that's where the, um, that's where the gold is. Um, so just being truthful just talking about, talking about problems before they happen or not letting things build up. I think particularly with men, I don't mean to generalize men, but a lot of times we don't fully articulate our needs or something will be said and there'll be a miscommunication and, It'll rather than expressing it and letting it out or talking about how it makes me feel, I think there's a natural inclination to want to suppress it. And I think that's where the problems happen. So even if it's uncomfortable talking about the truth, talking about talking about my truth, talking about how I feel, talking about how things make me feel, um, I think is really important. And one of the things that I like about you is when I share something that's deep or that feels risky where I'm like, oh, I don't really want to share this, but I'm going to say it anyway. If we get into an argument, you never use those things against me. Like I can always trust you with my truth and with my experiences. That would suck. It, uh, it, it happens a lot. Oof. I've been, in, it, it does happen. So anything that I share with you, one of the things that I like that you do is that you treasure it and then it makes me want to share with you more. So I don't think there's anything about me that's too dangerous or explosive to share with you. Yeah. And, and that makes me feel trusting, like I don't have shame with you or I don't have any guilt or any of those negative internal feelings. I'm always going outward. And so Consequently, I'm getting in touch with my anger, which is great. That is good. Because it's an outward expression. <clears throat> but I, I wanted to um, yeah, just give you props for that, for always digging and whatever you get, you never use against me. And it makes me want to share more and take more risks and be a better communicator. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. So to the ladies in the house, all the ladies in the place with style and grace, guess what your job is? Do the check-in. Don't be an asshole. Mm. Be listening. Don't use it against him and keep doing the check-in because the check-in will get your man more and more uh, communicative. We, we haven't done it here. Let me back up and say um, we've but we've done it ad nauseum through our work with the Handel group. So we know how to do that. You just saw it in action actually, where I told him what I heard. I owned my part. I made sure there was nothing else that he needed to say. And then we moved on. And then I gave him what I would have done had I had the chance to do it over better. And I think that that's what, what James is pointing to and acknowledging in me is just, it's just, I've had a lot of practice doing this thing. So it seems like I'm some good person, except I'm just really well practiced at listening, respecting and doing the shit over because I mess up all the time, <laughs> all the time. Um, I'm not in New York city. We left New York city and that is Andy's scarf, Elizabeth. Yes. If you ancestral therapy, if you go back and watch the beginning, you'll hear the whole story of where we are. Uh, I think it's important just to say thank you mm. to our listeners, viewers done? on Instagram. I think we're done. 
Oh, I had more I wanted to talk about. Oh, wow. <laughs> Keep going then. Go right ahead. I was just calling it in because I felt like we, we came to a nice spot. You want to cover one more thing? How about mutual respect? Sure. Or something along the lines of that. It's or, a practice. Mm. If you're thinking about this and you're thinking, oh, my, my partner would never even have this conversation, guess what? <laughs> Gray said, you go, James. <laughs> you go, girl. Um, mutual respect is this practice. Can you just have the conversation every day where you're checking in with somebody and fully accepting exactly what it is that they're bringing to you without, without being a jerk? Mm. I don't know how else to say it. It's a practice. You have to, if your partner is not somebody who would even entertain the two words in tandem, why don't you just practice doing the check-in and being great? Show that person what mutual respect looks like. Then maybe you can expect it in return at some stage. Mm -hmm. And I would also say you're in control of the relationship. I'm in control of the relationship, or I tell myself that. And I think that has, um, like, I never feel a victim of your, whatever's going on in your life. Like, mm. I, I always feel like I'm in control of it, or mm. it's my job to bring my best self forward and to influence things. I, I don't ever feel a victim of you. That's good. But Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but I think one of the things that... Um, a foundation for our relationship is I think we really respect each other. I respect who you are. I respect what you do, what you give in the world. I love the way you're the same person online as you are at the bathroom sink at night. You're not a phony. You know, like you really are things that I strive to be in myself. And um, yeah, I, I value you. I really do. I love and value you. It's true. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, lover. Mm. Anything else you want to add? I mean, I, I, I'm just going to take one moment to give it back to you because all of the work that you've done on yourself in the five years, almost six since we've known each other, mm -hmm. is leading to this moment where I see you saying these things straight to my eyeball with no fear, maybe a little bit of a twitch and a little tear in your eye perhaps mm. at times. But wow. Mm. If... You are watching this and you are of the belief that as a partner, you don't have this capacity that James has. You're wrong because you, with some practice and a few good teachers, boy, there's nothing you can't do. There's, this was not the conversation we were having six years ago. Hmm. I was high. He was drunk. <laughs> and, and, we were, and we were just mucking our way through things. We, and then and then we got Lauren on the case, Lauren we, and Marnie we knew and we Beth. Had, we know we had potential, though. Thank you, Handel Group, forever and mm. ever. Um, anything else to add? Sure. Um, I'll, the, I'll close it out with this. The cool. one time I was really sick, and oh, I have a men's group, uh, by the way, that I uh, rely on. A group of nine guys who I see regularly. Once a week. Once a week, and they act as my mirrors <laughs> and. We just really know each other well, and they point out my blind spots and shadows, and it's uh, it's really helpful. Anyway, um, I'm daring him to do men's work online during I this quarantine. I would love to do it. Do you think it's a good idea? Let's do it. Come on, guys, let's do it. I think it was a good idea. I do too. Maybe eight or nine, though. We'd have to be careful. Anyway, I was really sick one time, and it was a flu, and I felt like I was going to die. <laughs> and uh, you said to me. 
you know, you, you basically, you're not going to die. But you said, you know, I'll be there when you die, and I'll, I'll bury your body, and I'll take care of you. And um, I never thanked you for that. But that was one of the most real uh, interactions that I've ever had. Wow. And I talked about it in my men's group, and I said, can you believe this woman said this to me? And they said, uh, everybody just kind of shook their head in awe, like, wow, that's, that's the real thing. Like, that's a real... That's a real woman. That's a real relationship. And I do feel like we're in it for the long haul. Yeah. Um, like, I believe that. There have been rocky times, and there have been times where, you know, should we throw in the towel? And I think we always say, sure, if we throw it in now, we'll get it back together at some point. Mm -hmm. But there is a real feeling of long haul, like where I love you, I respect you, and I want to be with you in the end. And I'm sure one day you will bury me and that's uh that's sad and confrontational and hard and really truthful and beautiful and uh yeah i just wanted to thank you for your honesty in saying that wow i meant it i know i know i hope to be there for a lot of my friends actually in this capacity there are two resources i want to point out to my listener one Nurture.co. I have Sierra coming on the podcast soon. Her episode will be aired soon. Nurture.co. Just go. Just trust me. And the second, and it's along these lines, so it has relevance. The second is right now, end of March 2020, from my Insta peeps, and anyway, for everyone. CharlesEisenstein.org. His letter about this thing is a very interesting insight. It's not partisan. It's just helpful. CharlesEisenstein.org. Hi, Kurtz. We love you, too. All right. What a pleasure. So nice. Yeah, we'll be back with more of this. I think it's useful if, um, if you guys feel that that would be helpful. I'm daring James to get online and meet with the men, so women... Ask your men to watch this, and if they resonate with James, I think he should organize to have it on his, uh, on his Instagram, Benard Creative, B-E-N-A-R-D, Creative, on Instagram. I love you. Love you, too. Thank you. Thank you to the podcast peeps. I love you, too. Thank you, AG1, for sponsoring the Practice You podcast. My listener, you've been hearing me talk about AG1 for some time. I think I've been taking it daily for almost three years. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens in one scoop in the morning. The best way to start your day supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and longevity, the conversation of the moment. The taste is delicious. It's suitable whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar. 
no nonsense in here at all. It's a multivitamin that your body will actually absorb. If you are wanting to make an investment in your health and longevity, AG1 costs you less than $3 a day, far less expensive, and definitely less time-consuming than many different supplements. Reclaim your health. Arm your immune system with convenient, delicious daily nutrition. And since you listen to the Practice You podcast, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com forward slash Elena. Once again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash E-L-E-N-A. Take ownership of your health, my listener. And thank you, Athletic Greens and AG1.